0: So listen, next to boundaries, what's also really important to me is communication. I can't stress that enough. Communication. It's fundamental at this point. (laughs) There is nothing without it. Before I continue and get into this, hey, my name is Destiny, otherwise known as a tried woman of God. Let me tell you what are trying me this week. Let I me mean, let me let me tell you what's going on. So it's the lack of communication that I don't like. <laughs> so what I've noticed, and I talked about this on my Instagram, is when you're in college, you spend thousands of dollars to get this education, and teachers are like, oh. You know, we're not responsible for you guys getting your assignments in. We're not going to remind you. We're not going to treat you like a little baby and hold your hand. We're not going to know when you need help. So you need to vocalize that, communicate, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Pretty much your your own, you're an adult in college. You're paying them to treat you like an adult. Backwards. Anyways, then you go through all of this this. This training of how to be an adult just to get into a job for them to treat you like a kid. How does that make sense? How does that make sense? So now I got to tell you when I'm leaving. And to back that statement up, it's like, oh, you just have to communicate with your team. I get the communication, but at some degree, when am I an adult? When am I an adult? You want me to tell you when I go P2 and what the output is? What is the problem? you can see my calendar. If I'm gone between this, this, and it says busy, I'm busy. Busy with what? That's none of your concern. Just know my company is paying me to be where I'm at. Anywho, that's not the point. I, that, is, that is part of the point, but that's not the premise of this, okay? That's just an observation I noticed with it. And it's just, it's bothersome. So anyways, with that in the workplace you know how you're in school and you're talking about some oh that she's just being petty she's just being messy and grow up and do this dah, dah, dah. I have heard so many so many speeches about how we have to grow up act our ages all for me to get into this office and for all of those characteristics to be sitting there like did nobody tell them to not do it. So I'm confused. Is this allowed or not? So I I would see people get in trouble and, you know, get in fights, or these little witty things. And people are like, that's just so stupid to fight over. But then y'all bring it to the work office when you're an adult. Make it make sense. So there's an extreme pettiness I have seen within a workplace. And it's frustrating and irritating because There's no reason anybody needs to be petty. Y'all are all adults. I know at least all of us have graduated primary and secondary school. At least. Because you have to be 18 to work here. So at least. So I know everybody here is at least an adult. So I will have moments where I'll see like little pettiness, like someone will ask another individual a question and they will whisper that answer to that person to avoid letting me hear it. But here's the catcher. The question involved me. Why are you whispering? What are you doing? What is happening? And then... When someone's doing something wrong, they come over and they just have this condescending tone instead of being teachable. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating because I spent money to be taught what not to do in a leadership role just for my leadership roles to look a hot mess. It's like, dang, I spent money for what? Just for y'all to be acting like this. And y'all making more than me just to be acting like this. That is what's frustrating. Oh, my goodness. I love communication. Okay. Let me preach for a second. Communication is just as vital as blood is to the body. Okay. Whereas blood transmits oxygen and nutrients throughout the body. And with it we live we breathe we metabolize etc and then communication it transmits information from one person to the next from one system to the next from one season to the next everything around us is constantly communicating Our body is constantly communicating. Do you think our brain is telling just our arm to do something and then just our finger to do something? Or is it constantly happening and it's telling every part of our body to do whatever? The latter. Okay. All in all, communication is essential. I love verbal direct communication. Now, what is the difference between communication? You know, just verbal communication and direct verbal communication. I didn't think I had to break this down, but unfortunately I do. At least for the people, you know, in my workplace. I like verbal, direct communication because it means that you are having a conversation with me and you are wanting me to be enlightened on what you have to say. You are relying that information to me. You're delivering it to me. You want me to know that information. Indirect verbal communication is someone else having a conversation with you and them coming back and telling me what you said. And you telling them to go back and tell me what you said. As if your mouth was not going to work the same way with me that it did them. It's confusing. It's indirect. And it's unacceptable. I think everybody is entitled to become the best, become a leader, and have that title and grow with it. But hear me and hear me well. Having a leadership role does not automatically give you leadership characteristics. You either have them or you don't. Now, how do you have them? You have them naturally and you cultivate them or you develop them and you cultivate them. Either way, you need to have it before you get it. And because some people think, okay, now I'm a leader. Now I come with so much power. No, that doesn't mean anything to me if you don't know how to lead. And it shouldn't mean anything to you if you don't know how to lead. My goodness. Another thing I can't stand as far as communication goes and just the overall um, review of people's characteristics I heard somebody say oh this person is so nice and such and such and blah 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 just don't get on her bad side I love this statement I love this statement for two reasons one I don't think that's a, a good way to describe anybody if somebody goes around and is like, "Oh, Destiny's nice," just don't get on her bad side. I need to go back and correct how I'm displaying myself to people because obviously it's it's not correct. I don't want somebody to be like, "Oh, she's nice," until you, you know, send her left. Or, I mean, which is the case, but I want you to be comfortable bringing stuff to me. When you when you say, "Oh, just don't get on their bad side," it's almost like saying. Now you gotta walk on eggshells around them, watch what you say, or they'll get ticked off, or or they'll handle you, or they'll they'll make or break you, whatever the case may. Be. There's a sense of fear. There's a level of fear that they want you to understand that you need to have when dealing with this person. The second thing is, in my mind, I'm like challenge accepted. What you mean? Don't get on her bad side. I'm trying to see what that looked like because I think mine's is pretty nasty as is. I'm trying to test those waters at that point. I'm trying to push the envelope. Ooh, What do you mean get on her bad side? I got to see this because as soon as I see it, I'm going to be like, oh, oh, my turn. Is that the God in me talking? No, it's not. But Jesus turned tables, and I'm going to keep going back to that, God doggone. Because right is right at the end of the day. And people be thinking that their title entitles them to act any old kind of way. I don't care how much you make. I don't care what your title is. You step to me, crisscross, applesauce, skip left, skip right, whatever, sideways. It's on like Donkey Kong, and you have to scoot like Bandicoot. Just don't get on her bad side. Just don't get on my bad side. Run and tell her that. Run and tell him that. Run and tell them that. I think that is a poor way to handle yourself in a work area. Just don't get on her bad side. And then you're condescending. So you don't know how to communicate. I don't care about somebody. If you are someone who I'm supposed to fear about getting on your bad side, but you step to me in a condescending way when you're trying to educate me on something, my respect for you has plummeted tenfold. It's one thing to fear somebody because you've disrespected them. It's another to just, you know, do something quote unquote wrong and they don't like it and now they're going to yell at you. No, 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 no. Because as far as I'm concerned, that's the only time somebody needs to show me that they're about to turn up on me. If I'm disrespecting you, if I'm just not doing my work at all, if I'm showing up late, if I am not displaying great worth ethics and I don't even care about my job, that's when we need to have that conversation and it needs to be respectful still. But it almost sounds like If you are any of those things or you frustrate this person, this person's going to go left and you need to fear them. No. I'm like, please let me seek so I can match that energy. Because between you and I, you're going to get tired of that energy before I do. I'm going to embrace your energy. Don't get on her bad side. Don't make me laugh. Anywho, I don't have any scriptures today other than pray for me. (laughs) Because clearly, I just, it's not that I don't need help. It's just I'm an advocate for myself, I am an advocate for others. And when I hear people say stuff like that, when they're, they're, trying to learn and they're going into a new team and whatever the case may be. I don't want anybody fearing going somewhere because somebody told them, don't make them mad. Don't get on their bad side or they're tough. And actually with tough people, I welcome them. I wanna see how tough you are. And it's not even in a testing way at that point. Please be tough, be firm. And it's funny, because everybody who says that is like, oh, well, this is hard, and that person's this, and that person's this. Have you met my mother? Now, I'm not going to say what the demographics is in my workplace, but it's not not a lot of people that look like me. That's all I'm going to say. My mama's crazy, Okay. She's the first person that's called me a B word. Mm -hmm. And some of y'all are thinking, well, oh, you waited to an adult to be called a B word? No. Like, let's think logically. I've been called a B word before this age, okay? She called me this like junior high. All right. This, this this woman has put her hands around my neck, okay? I got to a point where I was, I, every time I would hear her walk up the steps, my heart would beat because I knew I was going to get in trouble for my room being dirty. So I laugh when people are like, don't get on their bad side or make sure you, you know, that one, she's kind of tough, you know, watch out. Make sure you're doing your work. Try me. Mm, try me, try me, try me, try me, try me. Cause I've been molded, okay, and beat. But I've been molded, and as as far as I'm concerned, no one can be as worse as my mom. And if you are, then that's another conversation for me, you, and HR to have. Followed by a termination, and I'm just going to get some compensation if it doesn't happen. Either way, it just it sounds like a win win for me. You're not going to come at me like my mom comes at me, period, point blank at the end of the day. And maybe that's why I have a problem with challenging authority. Maybe I'm trying to push the envelope. Now, let me rephrase. Like I don't provoke. It's just they try me and I'm like, ooh, my turn. And that's what I do when I you know, see how the situation goes. And then I challenge authority probably in the way that my mom challenged me a lot. I think it was a healthy thing. It's going to benefit me. (laughs) But y'all, these people be driving me crazy, and I just don't understand. I just don't get it. When all everyone has to do is communicate. And if you are not able to communicate effectively, then maybe leadership is probably not the role we need to partake in. And that's being serious. I'm not even like, oh, you're you're telling this person they can't do it. No, I'm telling them they probably need to rethink because it's only going to increase from here. The more and more you go up, the more and more you're going to have to communicate, the more and more you're going to have to have the hard conversations. And if you're not able to do that where you're at at a lower level leadership, then you probably cannot be there. So there's two things that need to happen. You need to step down or you need to figure out how to cultivate and grow some skills on how to communicate. I got really upset real quick. I really did. It's simple. goodness grief. It's bothersome cuz I it is so many people that get this power trip just from having a title of a supervisor, of a manager, of a director, of a SVP, a GMM, whoever. But when you know what I notice within my workplace, everybody who's higher up has their has their crap together. So maybe it is a learning process through there. But I don't know where there where other people are like getting these examples of how to be horrible leaders. And then I asked my direct person, like, hey, because I, I can look at you and tell you whether you're just like, you're winging it, you feel like you got imposter syndrome, you're not comfortable with communicating, you don't communicate, either way, I can look at you, I can tell, we can sit here, I think a couple of weeks is enough for me to tell who and what you are doing and who you are. This person just is not a communicator and I don't really think too much, you know, they they can do it. And I encourage them to do it cuz they're there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage anybody to step down unless you're just really on a high power trip and you've lost your dog on mind. Then maybe you do need to um, check your ego and step on down cuz you lost your mind. But I encouraged him like, hey, you know, have you been doing some outsourcing with leadership development? Oh yeah, I talked to, and he named people. And I I looked at those people and I'm like, "Mm, well, in my head, they still need some help. And it's not bad to need help, it's not bad to have You know, I know I need a lot of help. I'm over here talking about try me on a Christian podcast. And my rebuttal to that is Jesus turntables. I need help. I do. Definitely. However, I think it's good to know where you need help. Because if some, everybody's like, oh, you're doing such a great job. You're doing such a great job all the time. How are you supposed to grow There's got to be something I self-evaluate myself like every day, definitely every week. And from there, I'm like, okay, this is where we got to we got to do a little bit better here. We got to do a little bit better there. Stop doing this. This is kind of pulling away from your time. Let's manage our time better because we do need to get this done and blah, 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 blah. So on and so forth. Anyways, I mentioned and maybe it did sound Maybe mentioning this did sound like, hey, I don't think you're a good leader right now, and that's fine. I don't care. Um, somebody's going to have to have the hard conversation because what I'm not going to do is is make somebody, is smile at somebody all the way up until it's time for them to get promoted or whatever the case may be. Like, oh, good job. You did a good job. And then they bring the same um, mentality that they had as a lower level anything into an upper level leading position. And now it's gonna be a problem for the next people under them. No, we're supposed to be developing people. Doesn't matter what role you're at. And another thing they don't understand is I can lead from where I'm at. No, it's not a paid leadership role, but I am still capable of leading. You are still capable of leading. Interns, you are still capable of leading. Students, are you are still capable of leading. Waiters, waitresses, whoever, you are capable of leading from whatever position you're at. And if you can lead from whatever position you're at, you are a bomb leader. You're on the right track. Anywho, I asked you, are you doing some outsourcing on you know, getting leadership? Oh, I'm talking to these people. And I used to be here and there as a lead role okay that's cool um so i suggested you know my girl brene brown and i'm not gonna say my girl i only read one book and i'm already like i want to read another one Brene brown's atlas of the heart and in cur- and explained why i thought reading books would help because Brene Brown is a researcher. That is her job. This is something she literally spends hours doing before she creates her content, before she writes her books. Go to the person who knows this through and through. She's researching this. She's studying this. And this is not like, a, oh, let's do a couple of months. This is a year process of research that she has other people inputting their research in. So I feel like it was a good... Resource to have, like, dude, you no, know? like, people are good, but also, I don't think people know who to go to, they're just comfortable with leaders because they're your besties. It's like, oh, I just known this person for a long time, let me get some input and get some insight on how to become a leader. Blah blah blah, you know, sometimes their leadership skills. Aren't there and they need help too, but you would not know that because that's the only leader you know when you do some outsourcing and you go and you do some research and you read books and you watch videos, you go and you find how to be a better leader, you become teachable, you remain teachable, then you'll see, okay, there's some differences that can be done here, there's some differences that can be done there. I can change this in order for this person to be better at that X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah down the line. But if you're just staying within your circle getting leadership advice, I'm scared. Because you don't know where you need help. You're just trying to mimic what they're doing. And because of what they're doing because they're in a leadership role, you think it's the correct thing. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. And sometimes they just don't know because that's all they know. With any role that you have, especially a leadership role, I encourage you to figure out how to communicate, how to have the hard conversations. Because you're going to have a conversation where you have to tell somebody, you know what, you're coming in late every day this week. Is there anything going on? Is there anything I can help you with? Come at that approach because people who've come at me were like, Well, do you think that's a good time to do that? Like, I literally had one leader ask me, and I probably have said this in one of these episodes, but I had an HEB employee, and I, I don't drop, I haven't been dropping names, but HEB, I, I'm disappointed in the leadership that y'all had. Anywho, this man asked me, as I, you know, after coming inside from crying in my car instead of asking me well what's going on destiny how can i help you this man said do you really think that was a good time to do that i'll never forget those words i was shook that's what you asked me i ain't gonna say no i almost said his name too i almost said his name but i ain't gonna say it god gonna deal with him Mm -hmm. See, that's another thing with that communication. You communicate that with the Lord. You communicate your frustrations with Jesus. Why? Because, listen. He punched a little bit harder than us on sight. And one thing I did notice with bringing everything to God and communicating everything, number one, knowing that I could. And I'll get to that story probably somewhere down the line about how I didn't bring a lot to God because I didn't think I could. I thought because my mom said I couldn't date, I couldn't bring dating issues and problems to God at all. I wasn't supposed to be dating. Anyways, that that was just an easy fix. Anywho. Bring it to God because he knows what that person is praying for. He knows what they're praying for at night. It'd be some bullies at school. In the workplace. In your life. In your family, Lord. Coming at you sideways. Going through things. And it's like, what are you, first of all, where do you find the energy? I'm just really curious. If you are a bully and you are out there and you are going through something mentally, physically, and emotionally and you are trying to project what you want to do to the person who's hurting you onto another person who's innocent. How do you ha- how do you have the energy to do that? Cause there's, I just, I, I, I wouldn't know how to do that. But I'm curious to understand how you guys are thinking. Is it just the power trip that you're getting from it? I'm curious, please let me know. And that's a genuine question for those of y'all who are thinking I'm being sadistic or like what was it, not sadistic, condescending, I'm not. I'm really curious. Pray for those people because you don't know what's going on in their life. And two things will happen. Either the prayer is going to help you or the prayer going to help them. Either way, it's a win-win. So that's, that's my thought process. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to deal with you. I'm going to bring this to God because I know what he, I know what you, I know he knows what you're praying for at night. (laughs) You probably got a bad um, medical test result. You stressing about it. Probably pregnant by somebody you didn't want to be pregnant by. Whatever the case may be. But you over here acting nasty to me. Oh, no, I'm going to bring this to Jesus. And again, I know I've said this. you You don't pray no bad prayer. You pray sometimes i don't have anything good to pray for a person at all i just be like lord help them in the name of jesus that's it sometimes that's as far as my prayer would go but you know it's something and it's it's better than me wanting to just chop them in the throat like i want to but i can't i can't touch anybody because that's illegal um again jesus turned tables he ain't not touch nobody he ain't hit nobody not that i not that i remember reading um yeah but I'm not gonna throw a temper. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna set it off. I'm just gonna bring it to the Lord. Let Him deal with the injustice, the disrespect, the lack of communication, whatever the case may be. Anyways, I just had to go on a rant about communication because it's it's my number one thing that I think people lack in a lot. Because I don't know why. I don't know why. But I think. I've recently just gotten real real vocal because I'm like, I want people to understand my expectations. How do I do that? I communicate them. See how everything comes full circle to communication. Yeah, anyways, thanks guys for joining (laughs) this episode. I appreciate it so much. Um, Again, if you have any questions, about the topic of communication or any of the topics we have went over in the past episodes, please. My Instagram is des.j.h. Holla at me. Let me know what's up. Have a good night.